All right. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're doing really good. It's flowing pretty strong. As you know, this podcast show is about communication and, yes, a hint of storytelling. Now, on today's show, the topic is going to be titled, uh, we've got a little news report, kind of a special event on the EMT uh, staff shortage. Yes, the EMT staff shortage, not, not just in Texas, but uh, nationwide, how EMT workers are just quitting in the droves because of low wages. So grab some coffee. This is going to, this is going to be like kind of a, a nail-biter. Right here, just trying to bring some awareness to this topic uh, to those EMT families. I know I care about you. Uh, Like I said, grab some coffee and we'll get started. Cool. All right. So, um, how many how many friends do you have, right, in your in your circle, or how many people in your family members who are in your circle? Maybe even your neighbors, coworkers, classmates. Anyway, uh, like how many people of those can you name that are present day, current, two thousand two EMT? ambulance workers right so um i read maybe about a few weeks ago and i was like ah maybe that's not right but like one third of emt workers quit in 2021 right <laughs> one third man citing um the primary reason for for them quitting was because um uh was low pay low pay was the primary reason roughly one third of all emts quit in 2021 which is staggering so um and you got to think about like how many how many your how many your how many parents are sending their kids to come to to, to go to college to become e- EMTs how many kids are saying hey man you know I, I think when I grow up I'm going to be an EMT so uh back in 19 let me see 90 97 98 99 I had a girlfriend named Brandy I think her name was Brandy Johnson Brandy Fagus I don't know but I'm not sure she got married. Uh, but her sister, um, Melissa, and her husband, Shannon, were, were EMTs. And I was like, man, that's, that's a weird, weird profession. And I, I noted that they were always busy. They were always tired. They were always working these long shifts. And I was like, man, like, what do they do? And like, what do they do? And, and why do they do what they do? You know, like, and like, it's crazy. Like, like, like they were literally the only EMT workers that I ever, that I knew growing up as a kid, as a kid. In my youth, even going to college, like becoming an EMT was just like, nah. So I got two neighbors like, present day right now, James and Sydney. Uh, they both are ex ex EMTs. <laughs> like, like did it for ten years. Get, got out of that profession. Uh, they're they're both in social work now, social health now, right? But when you think about nearly uh, a third of the industry staffing shortages, right? Of course, you know that was during the pandemic or at the start of the pandemic, right? Uh, but you think about life and death, man. Like if, if there's no EMT, who in the hell is going to drive the ambulance? Who's going to pick up your, your loved one? Who's going to pick you up? So you probably think, okay, like, why is this topic even Damien? Like, they, like Damien, I mean, come on. Uh, but I'm saying this is a, a major issue and uh, I'm going to be brief on this topic. I'm not going to spend like two hours breaking it down. Uh, cause this is not about entertainment. This is about, uh, informing you, uh, of what's happening in our world and what's happened. Um, so again, uh, when you got a third of employees, uh, quitting, um, and, and for, and for low, low, low wages are forcing EMTs out of their job. Now this is, this is again, this is not something you're going to see on the evening news. It's not something you're going to see on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram, um, YouTube, you know, see YouTube, you know, YouTube videos. Hey, you know, um, and, and, and states aren't passing mandated state laws to 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 mandate 
a pay raise. Like in California, California recently passed a, a, a law that could require a $22 an hour minimum wage for fast food workers. Right now, I, I think we all love to eat. But if you choke while you're at a restaurant, or if you get a food poison at a restaurant, who, who are they going to call? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? They, they sure as hell ain't going to call Donald Trump. They're, they're, they're not going to call President Biden, right? So, I mean, you got to think about, okay, wait a minute. You know, we're really getting some, 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 some things out of whack as far as in our, in our country. So, um, you know, the, the EMTs have not received or never have received, have received a mandated pay for EMTs. You got to think about that, man. Okay. You got to think about that. Like, their pay is not mandated. It's not man, it's, it's not guaranteed, right? Or or mandated. Period. So, on average, the the national median median average for an EMT is seventeen dollars and five cents per hour. Now, I was a manager at a hotel, right, part time, and I was making twenty two fifty, right. And I'm one person. Imagine having a, a spouse, house, three kids. And you're making seventeen oh five an hour, which translates to if I'm making seventeen. Uh, uh, dollars an hour and five cents. That's roughly $35,000 a year, right? And this is one of the lowest paying jobs in the healthcare, right? Which is like crazy, which is, which is again, why this was the primary reason why roughly one third of all EMTs quit in 2021. Man, this is, this is no joke. Okay. Now, according to the, uh, in 2022, the, the ambulance, the American Ambulance Association, Study study of of employee turnovers found that thirty nine percent of part time EMTs and fifty five percent of part time paramedic positions were unfilled because of the lack of qualified candidates. Now you're thinking, okay, Dame, is there a solution? Do you have a plan? I have no solution. I have no plan. My my, my job is to bring awareness to this topic. Uh, now this is a a crisis to say is an understatement. Like this is beyond a crisis. Right. And, and, and this, this thing is a continuing, a continual crisis because continually paramedics are, are hitting the exit doors and leaving this field. And I'm like, wow. And I, I've never even heard of the American Ambulance Association because again, I've only known two people. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, one couple, two, two couples in my lifetime that I've been in close connection to, like sitting down face to face, talking to and just getting to know two couples in my whole life that I've actually known to be EMT workers, right? So this is this is scary crazy and these low wages are forcing EMTs out of their jobs. So um th- th- there was one story about a, a lady um and she she she's been an EMT for the last eight years. I think her name is Denise Fansworth. Uh she's been an EMT for for the last eight years. Um and she's not sure how much longer she can afford to keep doing this job as an EMT. Her current pay is seventeen dollars an hour. I mean, and she's, she's working there to pay bills. Now you probably think, okay, wait a minute, Damon. There are a lot of people in this situation. Like, why spend time on this topic? I'm like, man, listen, I'm not comparing your situation to hers or hers to yours. I'm just simply saying this, this is just, it's scary. It's scary, right? And this is why I say, like, whenever you're eating out, uh, if someone has a wellness check in their apartment because they aren't answering the doors or you haven't seen them in a few weeks, uh, if you have a neighbor, um, you know, who, who's, you haven't heard from them in a couple of weeks, the, yeah, they, you're gonna call. They're gonna call nine one one, the fire department, but you're gonna need to have an EMT there, right? So, I'm gonna go over a few more, a few more uh, statistics. But seriously, when was the last time you spoke to an EMT worker? When was the last time you actually seen one? You know what I'm saying? And 
um, given that they're uh, overworked, underpaid. I mean, I just, this is a hard thing to, to talk about because it's so frustrating right now. I'm so angry right now uh, that we have people in these positions, in these roles of healthcare, healthcare provision, and that they're in these life affecting life-changing positions they're making $17 an hour. Well, if, if I shoot a piece of pigskin or if I throw a piece of pigskin, don't even get me started, right? <laughs> you know, playing basketball and sports or if I'm an entertainer, uh, I'm making, or if I, if, I, if I hit a baseball, then I'm making $300 million a year. And I'm like, I mean, man, it, it's, it's, it's things like this, man, that I really, this is why I don't watch the news. This is why I don't, you know, uh, immerse myself in the news because these these stories, these good people, who matter? Who are significant? Who are who are who are beyond essential? Like you talk, I think there there was this thing about during the pandemic, like essential workers, you know, were allowed to go to work. And I'm like, this is the number one essential worker, the EMT worker, number one essential worker, in my opinion, in my book. Now, now again, man, this is not something that matters to any of us until it hits home, right? Like until my my dad or my brother or my sister is having breathing issues or needing, you know, treatment at home. And I call them the EMT and it takes them 19 minutes to get here. It's like, well, hell, you know, like, where have you been? Well, here's why, right? And again, this is not something that we think about. This is not something that we even care about. But like, like I said, voluntarily, uh, I'm sorry, voluntary and an overall turnover increased in, 20, in 2022, which is this year, with the turnover rate being between 20 to 36% range for EMTs and paramedics. That that's in six a six percent increase, uh, increase over the prior year, meaning that the EMS and the EMT uh, agencies are experiencing a full turnover of all staff every three to four years. Man, think about that. Like, what 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 companies, what businesses have a full turnover rate, right? Every three to four years. I mean, that is like okay, huh? And that, that's greater than again, it's greater than one third of all new hires, uh, turnover within their their first year of employment. Now, again, these are part-time positions, right? Or people would, would, would normally turn to the EMT position or paramedic position as a part-time position, right? But it, it's, it's no longer, uh, I think, an attractive career choice or, or, or attractive part-time career choice, which, duh, which, which makes sense because it's very stressful, lack of sleep. Uh, you're not, I don't think they, they are even receiving stipends, I believe, or, or, or per diems. Uh, it, it is crazy. Now, again, this is not something you're going to hear about. It's not something you're going to want to read about. This is not something that you're going to want to even research because why? Because it's not affecting you right now. It's not affecting you yet. Right. And, and that's how we as human beings, that's how we do. Uh, we don't care. We don't give a rat's ass until it starts. Off, oh, wow. Now my loved one needs medical attention. So, um, like I said, this, this is tough, man. This is very tough. Uh, and it's estimated by year 2025 or 2030, uh, th th there will be a need for an additional 40,000 EMS personnel workers, man. Because you got to understand, like, to be an EMT, there, it's a requirement of education, training, experience, individuals working in the EMS field and EMT field, right? And, and in other uh, healthcare settings. Now, I'm going to give you those statistics as well of how much education is required, how much training is needed, and how much experience is required as well. So, on average, like I said, th th this will vary from state to state. I'm in Texas, right? So, in Texas, on average, uh, the, the EMTB program can be completed in 15 to 18 weeks, okay? 
which is a combination of coursework and real world uh, field experience. Uh, it prepares the individual for, you know, uh, for him or her to sit for a certification test, right? So, uh, which is which once you pass the National Registry of Emergency Medical Technician exam. So, see, you can see how I'm just com I'm completely ignorant of all this stuff, right? So, again, these are just basic prerequisites, right? And the, the, these paramedics hold responsibilities above the duties of the EMT um, who choose to enroll. But but just for the basic EMT B program, it takes 15 to 18 weeks. Again, it includes coursework, real world, uh, real world field experience, uh, and then they must pass a certification test. And then once you pass this test, uh, the National Registry of Emergency Medical Technicians exams, you may hold a license and can and and your health uh, and continue your healthcare education. So this is going to be a continual. You don't just pass it one time. Ah, oh, man, I'm good. This is going to be a continual, continuing health healthcare education growth journey. Like it, it's, it takes years. So, um, so how many years? So, uh, it often takes, uh, far as I'm sorry, that the hours of an instructional time, it takes 1200 to 1800 hours of instructional time before students or he or she can, can be ready for a, a paramedic certification testing. Right. Again, this is in Texas. So this is going to vary from state to state, from state to state. But in order to go through the, the entire program uh, within, uh, like I said, it may take up to 18 months totally. Uh, so it, it, it can begin at ages 18, right? So let's say, for example, you're in high school, you know, you got your, you got high school diploma or your GED, uh, you can, uh, become, uh, and start to become, uh, an EMT worker, right? Uh, which is a, a, the first step to become an EMTB level worker. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Um, this is this is pretty um, educational for me. This is very very informative informative for me. Like I said, I want it to be short and brief. I don't want to spend time talking at you. Uh, I feel like, like I said this topic. Unless you know someone who works in that field, unless something has happened to your family, as far as uh, transport, I know that there are a lot of stories when people are being transported from place to place. There's always stories. So, oh man, this EMT this person did this. This this EMT did that. Or if this driver did this, this, this ambulance company didn't do that, or this third party. Well, I'm going to tell you why a little bit. Um, I, I did meet a guy, uh, in Dallas, Texas, man. It was, uh, I was taking care of, of a roommate's dad. And it was Bart Smith. He had, he had a brain tumor. I was, I was talking to the EMT. I said, man, like, have you slept? He's like, no, I haven't slept in 24 hours. Uh, I think his name was Kevin. He had a wife. He had a son. He had a, he had a side small business. He wanted to, to do, uh, become a, a DJ limo driver, but, but with a limo driver experience, a limo driving experience, but with a DJ, I don't even know how to even describe it. It was just crazy. Well, I think it's like, like, like a bar on wheels kind of a thing, but he's like, man, listen, you know, um, this, this EMT gig, I've been doing it for 10 years. And I was like, damn, man. He was like, I'm getting ready to leave this, get out of this field. I'm getting ready to you know retire, start my own business. But man, it is, it is exhausting. And I didn't know him, but that was a conversation. And the only reason why I had that conversation with him was because he was he was transporting someone that I cared about from uh, our house to the, 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 the local clinic. And so whenever you see these workers and you see how maybe they're they're they're, they're nonchalant or they're they're like callous or or uh, burned out. Well, this is why they're they're burned out. They're tired. 
uh, they're overworked, they're underpaid, they're the underappreciated, right? They, and you, if you interpret, oh man, this EMT driver, this EMT driver, you know, she, she doesn't give a shit, or she she wasn't impersonal, or you know, she missed some paperwork, or 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 or, or her, 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 her their ambulance was was out of gas. Well, this is why, like, they are understaffed. So be very very careful how you talk to these EMT EMT workers, these paramedic drivers and workers. All uh, these people in the medical field who are doing these positions. Like, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine 24 hours not sleeping? $17 an hour. Imagine how stressful this is trying to, to get parking, trying to get a patient from their home into the, the back of the, the paramedic uh, van, get them loaded, uh, get them tra- transported, and then try to get them docked in at an emergency room, which is, which is jam-packed, or at a clinic, which is jam-packed or at any type of uh, a medical facility, which is jam-packed right now because it's freaking cold, it's winter. So before we, you know, just, you know, you know, go off on them and let them have it, take a step back and just remember these statistics that over one-third of them have quit in 2021 and are continuing, continuing to quit because they're making $17 an hour, $17.05 an hour here in Texas, okay, and, and in California. So again, I'm not, I'm not trying to scare you, and I'm not trying to tell you that your kids or that if you're a student right now, that hey, you know, if you're a student listening, that hey, that that you should not be an EMT. What I am simply saying is that understand that there is an uphill climb and an uphill battle, and unless more, more people shed more light on this topic, more people shed more light on this subject, it's not going to change. And I have no answers why, except for maybe the budget, maybe a reimbursement as far as state legislation and policies. But to me, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's been a no-brainer. Uh, even since, like, like I said, I was in high school, and I knew Melissa and her husband, Shannon. I was like, I was like wow, you know, you're underpaid. You're, you're, barely, you're barely paying your mortgage, and you, and you got kids, and you're tired. Like I said, this was almost 20 years ago for me when I, when I first met that couple. So, again, um, don't let this be discouraging. Uh, let it be encouraging for you yourself, just for where you are and your community and your neighborhood. Educate yourself, inform yourself. And again, if you have any, uh, connections to an EMT worker or a medical worker or staff, uh, you know, give him or her lunch, uh, pay for their gas, um, give them a Christmas, give them a Christmas card, uh, show them that you care, uh, show them that you, that you appreciate, it, even though you don't need them right now, right? Um, uh, but someone somewhere does need them. And a, a little bit of encouragement, a, a little bit of uh, compassion from just a common stranger, it may make a difference in his or her life and their families. Because, like I said, this is this is a family leaving uh, uh, an employee or a, a, an employment position. This is not just one person. Okay, I'm gonna just job hop. Well, once you're an EMT or an medical, once you're an EMT or you enter the medical field, you don't just job hop from from, from one hospital to the, to the next hospital to the next hospital. You don't, you don't do that. They usually stay. For, like I said, between three to five years, but evidently it's a full turnover rate, a, tr- a turnover every three to four years of all staff. So like I said, this is scary, but like I said, this is my job. This is my responsibility to bring this to your attention. And this is my purpose, man, to share a little bit light on these stories that don't get attention. Um, this is what I do. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Hey, man, we're going to, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, thank you for staying to the very, very end. Uh, call to action is simple. As I always say, if this is your first time tuning in or you're a regular consistent listener, 
Uh, please subscribe. Also, uh, this episode benefits you. You learn something, learn something on this topic anyway. Uh, please share the subject matter with just one person. That's all I ask. That way he or she can be informed as well. Questions, comments, text me at 254-878-7135. And know that Jesus, man, he is the truest and purest love of your soul. I care about you. I care about you. I care about your moment to moment. Please have a safe day. Stay warm. Cool.